Welcome to The Sanctuary, a place where we dig deep into motherhood, sisterhood, and the intersection between faith and our everyday lives. I'm Nicole, and I'm a wife, mother of one, and a friend to the sister over here. And I'm MJ, mother of three, devoted Packer fan, and child of God. Are you ready? Whether you're doing dishes, changing diapers, or putting your feet up for a minute, we invite you into an encouraging, truth-telling, and motivational space. Hey. <laughs> hey. All right. Have you been watching the news at all lately, Nicole? Like, have you heard of any of the crazy stuff that's kind of happening this week? Mm-hmm. I try not to watch too much of the news because then I feel like I'll just get sucked into it. Yeah. But I do read a lot of what's happening, especially around our town. And yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. There's a lot of bad stuff going around. Yeah. I feel like I have this conversation. Like, you. so I only really watch the news to look at the weather. And I feel like this season... Every year I say the same thing because it's when I'm more tuned into the news because I want to make sure it's my kid wearing a winter jacket or are they wearing shorts. And so I'm feeling like I'm more aware this week, just like I am every other year. And it's the same type of crazy, though, I feel like. Every year I feel like I'm saying, oh, my goodness, there's crazy stuff on the news. It's just a different kind of crazy. Do you, yes. you know, you hear that? Like, yeah. yeah. It's like this year, this is the new phase of life. This is the new legislation or this is what's you know coming out there's these new celebrations of things that people aren't you know excited about or parenting styles and i'm just like i don't really want to know what's going on in this world yeah yeah isn't there yeah there's there's so much of that that we get inundated with yeah and then how i deal with that is i just take it in little snippets at a time yeah I feel like maybe just that will help me not get so submersed in that. But to be honest, the truth of what really helps me is when I can have something to push back on that. And I mean, for me, it's the word of God. Yes. Amen, sister. I know specifically the Lord has warned us against buying into the hysteria or the conspiracy of the things that happen. Do you have a scripture that comes to mind? Yeah, he has specifically warned us about that, actually, in Isaiah 8, um, verses 12 through 15. He says, Do not call conspiracy all that this people calls conspiracy, and do not fear what it fears or be in dread. But the Lord of hosts, him you shall regard as holy. Let him be your fear, and let him be your dread. He will become a sanctuary, a stone one strikes against. For both houses of Israel, he will become a rock. And right there that he is Jesus that they're talking about. One stumbles over, a trap and a snare for the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And many among them shall stumble. They shall fall and be broken. They shall be snared and taken. And when I read this, I'm like, okay, Lord, what is it that I dread? Because it's easy to shut it off, but I can't just live in a bubble either. I can't ignore the culture that I live in. It's literally impossible. No matter what anyone tells you, no matter how big of a bubble people try to create, that can create its own problems too, to be honest. But you can't ignore what's happening around you in the culture. So what is it 
I have to face my own fears and ask, what is it that I dread? Well, as a young mom-ish, now my son's going to be three soon, I just constantly put off the conversations about technology and when he's going to start getting involved in tablets and phones he's already looking at my phone and that's fine but I only let him look at pictures and I get really protective over what he's looking at which I think is a good thing but we really try to we really just have few conversations and we try to be proactive about what our son might look at someday even though he's three because we know it's coming Mm -hmm. we know it's coming right um and I think that's that's really scary for me because I see what's out there. And I see all those schools of thought that I really don't want him to get messed up in. And I there's just there's violence that's shown on social media. I mean there's there's suicidal tendencies and ways that young kids can make seem like it's cool like it's very all very scary just even talking about it but what what's beautiful is that god is the only 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 person that we need to be really truly afraid of because god can handle all of that mm-hmm. god is sovereign and he's holy mm-hmm. so he's unlike any other thing we've ever known or seen or person that we know he's not like that and that Honestly, as a parent, is reassuring for me. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about parenting, MJ, I mean, I know your kids are older, and so they're experiencing their own, they're getting in their own, like, realm of technology now that's obviously more advanced. But what do you see as far as, like, how you're managing that? Or is that something you're scared of? I mean, what are your fears? You know, that's a good question. Um, Yeah, I have a preteen and then I have a, you know, 10-year-old who's coming into that stage too, and they have access to media in their school. And so I'm going to point out one more scripture that I think is really important just to give context is to laying down a foundation and the significance of that. So that way these fears don't become the, the thing that breaks us down as a family unit or as a person or however you are structured right now, that we have a foundation. So when those conspiracies or the things that we hear in the media or through family or our acquaintances, they don't shake our foundation where we become broken. All right. So we're talking about the foolish builder here. We are talking in Luke six forty seven. As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a home who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck the house but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my word and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck, the house is collapsed and the destruction was complete. So in this scripture, it gives us an idea of how we lay the foundation and it's by the Lord's word. So dealing with um, any situation, specific to parenting, since this is what we're talking about, we, in my family, we 
I do have conversations with my kids and I bring scripture into it. I, I will pray about it before I talk to them. And then I will bring scripture and and let the Lord use me as a vessel because I have to remind myself that I am a shepherd. I am, it is not about me. It is about what God's will is for their lives. And so if he gives me a word for them, I will pray about how to talk about things so that way they can build their relationship also. Because when we're done parenting these kids, their foundation is got to be completely on the rock because if it is on me, they're going to crumble as soon as they get out of my hands. And so it's important that not only are we building a foundation that's on the rock so these conspiracies don't break our foundation, that we are also allowing our children to have a foundation that's built on the rock so that way when the temptations of things on media, the temptation of things in the like the real, right, personal interactions um, whatever that may be, no matter what stage, it doesn't shake them. It doesn't destroy them, even as young people, because that's when they're susceptible to being destructed or completely destroyed because the enemy would not want these beautiful children having their innocence and then, you know, having a beautiful life. Like that's what he doesn't want. So we build in a foundation in them now, even in the hard things we can see them stand the storm even on their own as they're growing and developing. And so myself as a parent, as I listen to the conspiracies, yeah, it's fearful. It's easier to want to shelter them, put them in a bubble, put myself in a bubble and be done with the world. But God didn't create us for that. He built us up in his ways. He said, hey, build your foundation on me. Hear my word, put them into practice. You'll experience peace. It's another scripture. here. And so we do that. We do that. We stay and we know who he is by his word. And his truth, because this doesn't change no matter what culture says. And so when we hear the things that are out there in the world, we know the truth and we instill those in our conversations with our, our family, with our friends, with our community, with our children, if you have children. And we know that if we are on the rock and we're allowing these things to come through us as the Lord's vessels, those around us will also be established mm-hmm. on the rock. If we trust and we rely to the Holy Spirit that rose Jesus from the dead, works in us, works the same in our children because they don't have baby Holy Spirits. They don't have pre-team Holy Spirits. It's the same Holy Spirit that works through us. So providing them the tools to build a solid foundation that won't be taken down by the storm is another way of allowing these conspiracies to be away from us or they do hit us to just come and go because our foundation is on the rock. It's not going to take down the house. What are we building our rock on, Nicole? So even as we begin to ask everybody about this, be good for us to hear. Just like, what do you think? What do you build your life on right now? Is it news? Is it family perception or their advice? Is it, you know, the way that you view yourself or others around you? Yeah. All right. Well, this is a... Personal question. Personal question. You don't have to answer that, but... If but I know that sometimes I kind of struggle with building myself up a little bit, especially when it comes to being a mom. Like, I can really feel like I, I have the weight of the world on me. Yes. Yeah. Um, and when things kind of crumble or things aren't going well, and this can be in not just being a mom, but in relationships in general. If something's not going well in that relationship or something's not moving forward, 
I can, it can affect me personally. And so it makes me think I've put, I've put something like something's off here. Like I'm not, I'm not putting my hope in the correct thing right now. Like I'm actually too tied to something Mm -hmm. and it's affecting me in a way that shouldn't. Um, So when I can take a step back, that's, that's always a really good move for me. Um, So ultimately then I put it onto God. Yeah. And I know that that's such a, it's a deep question, right? So how do I build my house on the rock? How do I not build my house on the rock? You know, two questions to kind of take that one apart some. So both would be ones that we'd offer you up. First, take a look at your life and examine how are you currently building what you have your foundation on for your life, your family, or however you're moving around right now. What is that built on? And think about like the things in that that you should not be using to build a foundation, right? So if any one of those things is taken away, would your house crumble? Probably, right? So we hear something that's daunting in the news. We could potentially let that debilitate our choices or our way of life if we have our family, um, who maybe isn't part of our immediate family, weigh in on how we live our life. Our foundation could crumble should something happen to one of our family members or should there be some kind of fight or however um, that could you know, change, your foundation would dramatically change. But if you build your foundation on Christ. He may use some of those things to help you build, but if you build your foundation on Christ, he does not change, and he is a loving God, and so that's solid. And so all these other ways of digging deep in this question are hard, but ultimately being refreshed by knowing that you could turn right this second and start letting the Lord build the foundation um, with you on his word and who he is um, Mm -hmm. will lead you down that path of building a home that is unmovable, unshakable, unbreakable. So before we go into prayer, Nicole, it might be helpful for us to just reflect and think about how we both personally might be applying some of uh, the ways the Lord has called us to to build our lives on the rock. You want to go first? You, You want me to go first? You take this one. Some of the ways that we apply that I've built my are you trying? So I mean, we are not perfect. That's true. Things, but yeah. <laughs> how are you trying? Yeah, how am I trying is um, really important. I mean, some of the ways that I've done this is just simply through praying to God, especially when um, we we're like I'm trying to understand more about God or about a certain situation. Usually just praying about it gives me some sense of knowing or understanding or peace and at least knowing that God's got it. And that is a, like, that's the rock, right? He's got it. Um, what are some other resources? What are some ways, though, yeah. that you've, you've kind of felt led to build upon your house? Yeah, so I, I do also think prayer is so important and the word is important. Um, and I know that when I started walking with the Lord, um, it was hard for me sometimes to understand the stories in the Bible. Like I hadn't quite had received the wisdom that, you know, comes with sitting with people who know how to break it down sometimes. Right. So I listened to sermons, um, 
on YouTube and I listened to our pastor sermons and that wisdom allowed me to then build my own ability to, you know, dig into the word more. Sometimes those stories didn't quite come alive because I didn't understand the framework of the Bible. So mm-hmm. if you're in this place where you, you turn to the word, but still it's kind of foreign a little bit because, you know, you just don't understand the whole frame of it. And I don't think any one of us can say that we fully always understand no matter how much we're in the Bible. It's really the Holy Spirit that allows it to come to life, right? Yeah. And so over time and you, you follow that leading, it becomes this like beautiful book that comes to life. But if you're in that place where someone um, could help you break that down, there are so many good sermons on, you know, on YouTube that maybe you can look at. But remember that as you receive sermons or words, it's always best to know the word to to just validate it with. Because there's so many good resources, Nicole. And I love that we have the opportunity to have pastors from all over the world mm-hmm. speak life into us. But it's important, too, that we know that can we find what they say is in the word because there are also things that could um, just swear our perceptions. But I just focus on building the foundation by prayer, knowing the word, and then by sermons and things of that nature that can help you break down um, and apply to your life. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of something else too that MJ stated before is that if you do go to a local church, I would definitely start there and just listen to the sermons. Um, If there's topics to listen to, check those out. Um, That's a really good starting point because there are so many things out there on YouTube. I mean, um, but maybe you've already got something that you like to listen to. So just continue to listen to that if something that you're reading in the Bible is unclear. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, I mean, that's great to get this, those interpretations. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we love you, and we hope you stay tuned. Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to speak about you and how we're able to build our life on the rock. Lord Jesus, I pray over the person who is listening, Lord, that you may be able to give them the peace that transcends all understanding, Lord, that they may be able to rest upon you, know you, and abide by you, Lord. I pray that as they pursue you and and try to build their life on the rock, God, that you would have great mercy and compassion on them, that you would bring them closer to you, that you would show them how to get into your word, how to walk in your ways, and how to just seek out the things that support knowing you, Lord. I pray, Father, that they would understand the grace that you give them, Lord, that it is more about you wanting them to to draw into relationship than it is about checking anything off a to-do list, and that as they continue to grow towards you, they would see how loving you are, and that it is truly just building relationship with you in how we can build our lives upon you, the rock. I pray that you would give them the tools and the resources in their day to build that relationship, Lord, and that they may know that you love them and you are always for them. And it is in your holy name, Lord Jesus, that we pray. Amen.